Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. It's Dave here, and we're live at the two-minute warning. What a game so far. What a game so far. Yes, Anna, this has been a close game. Almost too close. Too close for comfort, that is. And now the Bears have the ball, and they look to be driving with two minutes left. Only down by one point. It would be nice if we got another turnover. But we'll see what happens. Who knows? Let's run the roll-in. Welcome to Vikings First and Skulls, live at the two-minute warning. Next. Hey, everybody, it's Dave here once again, pouring myself another weeded bourbon by redemption as we wait for the last two minutes to start. Dalton says that, hey, Josh has not been good for most of this game, and he is 100% correct. Skull Clifford, welcome to the show. Stephen Wright. Yes, there's some uh, been some poor play calling. Yes, I would call it that. Brian Skull, welcome to the show. <laughs> Clifford, this is a piss-poor game planned by KOC. I agree with you 100%. And the slipper comes off Dobbs. We knew we were playing with house money, and as I told friends during the show, I think we ran out. Chuck, glad you could join us. I don't know if you'd want to barf during this, and speaking of which, I've got the TV sound going. I'll mute that. There we go. So we don't have that. We don't need to listen to commercials. Brian, welcome to the show, and yes, too conservative to the end. 
Brandon, go Vikings. Yes. Should they have gone for the long field goal? There's a question. Right before that, should they have gone rather than punt? Ron, it's been pretty pathetic so far. Yes. When a grand total of the score is 10-9, to that's pretty bad for a Vikings team that wants to compete. Mike, welcome to the show. D has kept us in it. Absolutely. Here we go. We have Fields running outside, and he picks up about four yards. All right. Uh, Mike, why are the Vikings playing so conservative? I have no idea, Mike. Um, <laughs> Brian never can get out of a close game. It sure doesn't seem that way. Turnovers are killing us, but we're back to the minus two where it's about 50-50 whether we win this game or not. Um, Clifford's yelling, no. Kerry <laughs> says, turn Madison loose. I don't I've seen both of them run meh, tonight. They've had some good runs and some bad runs. And there we go. The Bears pick up a first down on Fields' legs. Hey, Stephen, if we get this win, yes, it'll be yes, it will be nice. Um, if we lose by a couple points, and eh, eh. uh, Mike says Madison has played well. He's had some good runs tonight. That I Agree. Come on, get a sack. He's dropped back. He's under pressure. Wanham's chasing him around. He got hit as he threw it away. All right. Minute 15 seconds left. Second and 10. Brian, 12-10 final. I hope not, Brian. I hope not. We'll find out, though. Much needed win and playing poorly. Yes, it would be. It'd be a gift. I would consider it that. Felix, who's in the lead right now? Vikings are in the lead 10 to 9. And the Bears have the ball right around the 50 yard line. Just over it. They're getting ready to snap. Fields the shotgun. Fields the snap. Drops back. Bounces around. He has plenty of time. Now he's under pressure from Daniil Hunter. And he throws it away in the process. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, David James, yeah, after the Dobbs interceptions, the Vikings should think about starting Jaron Hall. I would like to think that, but I wouldn't bet on it. <clears throat> um, Mike said he'll be back. I'm ahead of him. Yep. I'm watching a live ABC broadcast, which means the absolute minimal delays. Clifford, they can't sack this guy. Yeah, well, he's got legs, and he can move, but they've got had him under pressure all night, Clifford. Got to give him that. All right, here we go. It's third and 10. Snap back. Fields looks around, bounces around, guns it down the middle of the field to a wide-open receiver, whoever the heck number two is, and he gets held up at the 12. Oh, you got to be kidding me. 55 seconds left. Somebody stopped the clock. I don't see who, and I didn't hear who, because I got my TV on mute. Yes, Todd, that sucks. I agree with you wholeheartedly. That sucks. Bears are now in scoring position with 55 seconds left. Clifford saying game over now. It's not quite over yet. Fat lady hasn't sung. Unless you're way ahead of me, Clifford. Dalton, we need an interception. Come on, yes. I would love an interception right about now. 
or a fumble or some some shape or form of turnover. Yes. See if this def- our defense wins this this game because they've done everything possible to try to win it. Clifford says we called the timeout. The Bears are out. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, here we go. Fields lines up under center, and there's whistles blown and stuff is whatever. There's a flag. What's the flag for? Twelve men on the field. Vikings. What? You got to be. Sh- Anyways. And there's a disgusted head or head coach and defensive coordinator. <laughs> Brian, somebody's getting fired after this debacle. <laughs> you never know. Dodd says, uh, Todd says they aren't throwing the ball again. Yeah, they want to just run it and keep it in the middle of the field. Kick field goal. All right. Fields under center again, takes a snap, kneels down. At the 10. They're setting up for the game-winning field goals, what they're doing. Second down, 53 seconds left. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes. David Rinaldi, welcome to the show, my friend. And yes, this has been an extremely gross game. I agree with you. Sickening. Well, it is your Minnesota Vikings. They tend to do this to us. Clifford says yes, and their name is Dobbs. We'll find out, Clifford. I'm not so sure KOC has the fortitude to do something like that. All right, under center, snap, stand up, kneel, there to 12. Okay, this is not of the defense. Number of times the D has stopped them is the only reason we're in this game. That is 100% correct. O has been putrid tonight. I agree with that as well. Whether it be play calling or play execution. <laughs> Demon. Why do I love and hate the Vikings so much? I don't know. And there goes the field goal attempt. Or is that a replay? I hope that was it. No, that was a replay of the first quarter. Ooh, that'd be nice, though. And they've set up for the field goal. Here comes the field goal team with 44 seconds. Fourth down. KOC is Mike Zimmer incarnated. Well, they got a couple of differences between the two, but when it comes to conservative offense play calling, it seems that way. Bonnie says, no, the coach lost this. All right. One of the best kickers in the league, Santos, lines up. For a 30-yard field goal attempt from the right hash. Ball a snap, down, kick is in, and it is through. The Bears take a 12-10 to 10 lead with 10 seconds left in this game. Todd says, Demon Amen, replay, yep. Dalton says, block, let's go. It didn't happen. Clifford, I wish football season was in the summer so I could do something else on Sunday instead of watch this. Hell's Demon, well, I have to get ready for work, so to finally be able to watch the Viking Kings since I work graveyard. Well, have a good night at work there, Hell's Demon. Dalton says, that's the game. Well, they still got to kick it off. Maybe we can get a miracle by running it back. As Hell's Demon says, he hopes to get a miracle 
<laughs> Let's watch. Let's see if they get a good kick and we can run it back. We'll find out. Either that or they're going to take it at 25 and hope for maybe two plays. Two time, 10 seconds left, no timeouts. It would be truly Bears-like error for us to pull this one out. Well, that would be fantastic. It's not like they haven't done that before. Now, if the Bears are smart, they might dribble this sucker. We'll find out. Santos comes up to the ball and boink. No, he blasts it through the end zone. No, we're taking it back. Who's got the... Kenny Nwangu is out to the 20. He's out to the 30, and he's down approximately at the 35-yard line. Good return by Kenny from about five yards deep. There's only five seconds on the clock. It's going to take divine intervention for uh, the Vikings to pull this one out. They've got 65 yards to go for the score. There's no way in five seconds they're going to get it closer and out of bounds for a kick. Felix, the Bears win will be four wins better than last year. Well, true. Clifford, shit, ran, ran it out with 10 seconds left. What the hell? Uh, the reason is to hope to get, you know, the score. All right, nobody rushing. And he dumps it over to the middle. All right, we're going to start the college plays. No, was that a fumble? Picked up. Oh, back. Oh, oh, back. Back. Uh-oh. Dobbs is the one that's got it. He throws a forward lateral. Even if it's caught, it's a flag. It's caught. They keep lateraling back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> now Dalton Risner's got it. He's going to rumble, stumble, and he laterals it off, and the game is over. Chicago recovers. The forward pass doesn't matter. Kyle thinks this team is a dumpster fire right now. Not so sure. It's close, but Kyle, think of everybody that's gone. That's it, folks. Your Minnesota Vikings go down. They're now a 500 football team as they lose to the Chicago Bears in a final score of 12 to 10. Defense held them to only four field goals. The Vikings offense generated four, count them, four turnovers. Our defense got two of them back, but that was it. It was not fun to watch. And we're going to find out. I have Mr. Justin Day joining me on the show right now. What did you think of that puke fest of a game, Justin? You know, if I had known what I know now, I would have had that boiling hot vat of asphalt that I could plunge my head into deliver tonight. <laughs> I would have decided to paint my house on the interior in every room so I could just watch the paint dry because that would have been more entertaining than what the heck we just saw. Well, you told I me could have sorted my I'm sorry, your socks. <laughs> I could have sorted my socks and I would have had more entertainment than what we just saw. Now, it's only one game, but I'm sorry. I'm done with Josh, the Josh Dobbs experiment. I go to Jaron Hall after the bye week. You can call me overreaction all you want. That's fine. I know that, uh, you know, Tyler getting in here for a few minutes, but uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the Josh Dobbs thing, it was a nice little surprise. You caught him with the element of surprise in Atlanta and New Orleans. It started to catch up to with you, and you got away with it. You didn't get away with it last week. 
against a mediocre at best Denver Broncos team. I know that they're, you know, they strung some games together, but I don't care. Uh, the Chicago Bears are bottom feeders. And I said it earlier in the year before we went on our winning streak that we were bottom feeders. And yeah, we did a great job of navigating the waters without Justin Jefferson and the loss of Kirk Cousins. But this team, I'm sorry. You know, we, we can talk all we want about what what's this going to look like with Justin Jefferson back. And yeah, you know, all week we've been saying we should be able to beat the Bears at home without Justin Jefferson. But if you can't beat the Bears at home without Justin Jefferson, it don't matter. None of it matters. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I know the NFC is weak. And I know with even this loss, we're still in the playoff picture. But, you know, what about this team that you just saw tonight? And don't blame the defense, ladies and gentlemen. I, I've already heard people, or obviously people uh, message me, oh, the defense let him down. No, the defense did the not defense let him down. They held him to 12 points. 12 bleeping points at home. Now, granted, it's Justin Fields. So it's not like you held Patrick Mahomes to 12 points at home. But it doesn't matter. You can't score 13 points at home against the Bears. Then I don't want to hear about, well, could we make the playoffs this or Justin Jefferson that if you can't get more than 10 points on the home uh, on your home field, what is with this? home? We've been terrible at home this year. What's our record now? Two and four, two and five. Yeah, Something like that. It's been bad. I mean, I'm just sorry. When Kirk went down, I said, you give the rest of the year to Jaron Hall just to see what you got. And then he gets hurt, unfortunately. And then you bring this guy in and you have a little bit of a magic carpet ride for a couple of weeks. But no, uh, there's nothing that can be gained at this point in the season by playing Josh Dobbs anymore. Unless KLC is going to get his head out of his rear end and stop trying to be the smartest damn guy in the room and trying to make Josh Dobbs a pocket passer. What did you do when he had to come off the bench cold you said you know what i'm going to play to his strengths and then we'll work on the rest later i i understand that at some point you're not going to win a championship like that but for right now anyway once you realize he can't do much in the pocket then incorporate some of it why do you wait until seven minutes in the fourth quarter to finally get dobbs on the move anyway uh rants well I'm not, rants not over but let me take a breath here <laughs> Jeez, oh, flip. Uh, no, it was it was bad and those that are blaming the defense, how could you? The yeah, offense yeah, turned no. over the ball four times. They right. held them to 12 points and got two turnovers. Yeah, no. On that. There's no way. You well, the defense them. wasn't clutch, you know. They had to get they finally got the lead. Yeah, they got the lead. Then they got another turnover and the offense goes three and out and does mm-hmm. absolutely you just need to pick up two first downs and the game's over. Two first downs. That's, and yes, you should have told your defense, hey, guys, on this play, if they catch it within the 20-yard line, let them score. I mean, you, you can't really coach that. But yeah, they would have been better off letting DJ Moore walk into the end zone. They would have been better off doing that, as it turns out. But whatever. It's it's a gutless, pig-like performance tonight, as far as I'm concerned. And does that mean the season's over? No. But you know, you were gifted. <laughs> and again, we, we all want to figure out how to phrase the Packers beating the Lions because it's not like we want to celebrate the Packers winning. But bottom line, you were gifted an opportunity last uh, this past Thursday with the Lions going down since you still win this division. Um, And frankly, again, the Lions should have lost against the Bears last week too. But by and large, you were gifted an opportunity where all you had to do is win this game, uh, go into your bye week, and you you have everything sitting right in front of you. And they just completely, you know, like I said, to call them yellow belly pigs would be an insult to yellow belly pigs. (laughs) <laughs> um sarah said it's backup qbs that's what it is backup qbs yeah. okay. and that's partially true yes without a doubt this was hard to watch now final stats on the game we have joshua dobbs who is 22 for 32 
for 185 yards. Most of that came in the fourth quarter, as we all know. One touchdown pass and four. Count them, four interceptions. Now, most of them weren't his fault. Mm -hmm. They bounced off the hands of the receivers. Right. One bounced off the hands of a defender. But he was not throwing on target at all well all night long. Whether it be that first pass from to Addison that was about a yard or two short. If it had gone further, it would have been all right. Come on, camera. Focus. Well, you're a little blurry. Focus. There we go. Okay. And uh, it was uh, the one along Addison when he was wide open along the sidelines. That would have been a yard inside the sidelines. Mm-hmm. All that sort of stuff. A yard further inside. That would have been six. It's just he was off tonight. And that happens. I mean, we've seen signs of that since he started playing with us, but it happens. So can't. It is what it is. Like I said, I've told friends during this show that uh, we've run out of the house money. We're playing with house money, and it's run out. So, yeah, I mean, again, yeah, it's one of those deals where (laughs) it's one of those deals for me. It's like, okay, if you lose Kirk Cousins and then you're running the gauntlet of your schedule and you're just getting mollywopped by teams that are clearly better than you, then you say, well, what can you do? We lost our quarterback. We don't have Justin Jefferson. You're losing to you lost to a terrible Bears team tonight and you lost to at best a mediocre team. Last mm-hmm. week. So that that's what's like that's what infuriates me. It's it, again, if you were playing the Kansas City Chiefs this week and they were at full throttle and you got Molly Wapped 41 to 10, okay, well, that's just life in the big city when you lose your quarterback and your wide receiver. You lost right. to Justin Fields in the This is the first victory against the NFC North that this yeah, this group is in. We were hoping to have Eberflus fired after yeah. tonight. Yeah, and now, which may in the long run be a good thing, but no. Real quick, did you shout out? Uh, did you shout out George? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, shout out to George for becoming uh, the newest member of Vikings First and Skull. Appreciate you so much, George. Ooh, we appreciate. I you. did miss that. And by the way, Thank thirty-four liking and eight likes. Come on, get those like numbers up, please. <laughs> I know we all upset right now, but we got to hit that like button. Come on, yo. Anyway, yes, and Aaron. RD gave us a chance. They were the only ones. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Freddie, we would have boat race, race this team with Justin Jefferson. I'm, yeah, I would hope so. I'd like to think so, but I'm not even sure anymore. And I'm trying to be negative, y'all, but I'm just saying it's. Ugh. What do you say? This team, like I said, it can't get I'm out of the home sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I jokingly said this on the podcast. Um, the only good takeaway from the Packers winning is that Jordan Love is showing them just enough to say, oh, we don't need to draft another quarterback. All right. Yeah, right. you go ahead and keep on with that Jordan Love guy. And tonight, maybe the Vikings are playing 3D chess where it's like, you know what? We got to make sure that we make Justin Fields look just good enough so that they don't draft one of those high-end quarterbacks with their number one overall pick. Well, Or fire uh, their incompetent head coach. Oh, right. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm sorry. To me, this loss is on KOC. I mean, mm-hmm. 
I, and again, you know, Tyler knows more about this stuff than we do, and he watches way more film. And you know, I'll be interested to get his opinions on it. But to me, it's the one criticism I have had of Kevin O'Connell since he's been here is that there are times he just outthinks himself. It's like, you know what? Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> you know, keep it simple. Yes, if you're going, if you're on the road in a divisional round of the playoffs against a superior team, you have to do things that you wouldn't conventionally do because that's the only shot you got. You gotta, you gotta go down swinging. You don't need, or you should not need to do this against the Bears and the Broncos. Okay, you just shouldn't have to. I mean, get Dobbs on some rollouts. Make it easy for him. Yeah, he was late on that pass. Again, that first interception was a great play by the defense. They baited him into it, and he completely took the bait hook, line, and sinker. Uh, Jordan Addison should have caught the second one. I mean, yeah, it was a laser, but that's what you want your quarterback to do is put it right on you. Mm-hmm. You know? And for the people saying, oh, you know, Josh Dobbs, he needs that better touch than that. No, if Kirk Cousins throws that pass, we're saying the same thing. The receiver's got to catch that. So I don't want to hear about, well – you know, Josh Dobbs is a backup quarterback. That's why that interception happened. No, it happened because it hit Jordan Addison in the hands and it popped off his hands. Now, if that's the only turnover of the game, you just chalk it up to bad luck. But when it's a comedy of errors like that, it's just, ugh. yeah, like I said, I, I'm done with the Dobbs experiment. Um, it was fun. And at the very least, if if you're going to continue to do what you're doing, then you might as well change quarterbacks. If you're not going to change quarterbacks, then play to his strengths. Play to his strengths. And then when you get Justin Jefferson back in there, continue to play to his strengths and then build off of that because you're going to see different coverages because J.J. is going to get doubled and, and and all that sort of stuff. But as far as right now, as far as tonight goes, that was just painful. It was mm-hmm. nails on a chalkboard, you know, poke, poke your eyes out with a pencil and it would have been less painful. <laughs> Freddie says, I need a shot. No, you, we need more than one shot <laughs> right now, Freddie. What's going on, Tyler? How you doing? I always got to eat muffins tonight. My wife baked chocolate chip muffins. That's all. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, there, there's a lot I can say about this game, and we're going to have a lot more on this on both Vikings Wire and the Real Forno Show. But I, I want to start here. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can't go with Josh Jobs moving forward. And this isn't coming from me as a, a massive, massive Jaron Hall fan, which, yes, I am. Look, you had the magic, and it's not working anymore. It, the magic is gone and now you are sitting where Josh Dobbs is and you still have a question mark in Jaron Hall. You spend the next two weeks getting Hall ready to go and you roll with Hall for the rest of the year and see what happens. Thank you. He's not the hot hand anymore. There's nothing hot about Josh Dobbs. 
and you squander a performance from this defense, they were crapped on by the offense all game. And really the only big play they allowed was that DJ Moore dagger. And you got to know that the in route is always open on dagger. And for a team that doesn't rush four guys, they rushed four a lot in this game. And then it left some stuff open in the middle of the field and it cost them. Uh, No one singular play lost this game, but should Kevin O'Connell have called uh, or challenged that uh, Jordan Addison deep post in the first play? Dave, that was one of my keys to the game. Get Addison going deep and they called a shot on the first play and you might've been able to get that overturned. And if you do, that changes the entire complexity of the game. It, it was a, it was a maybe, but he obviously had Intel that said he shouldn't have done it. And he didn't the screen game, not effective. It just wasn't. Um, Aaron asked, why not challenge? Well, if you have Intel that says you're not going to win or it's going to be wasted. Like, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it's the first play of the game. And then you're stuck with one challenge throughout the rest of the game. That is one of the reasons why the Vikings didn't have a challenge when they should have against the Saints. They didn't want to use their last challenge. It's just one of those things. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm also going to say that I think I think that play was going to stand no matter what was called on the field because both the defender and, the, uh, and Addison got their hands on the ball, and it could have just as easily – you remember when uh, KLC challenged one thing and it ended up backfiring him because they saw something else? You could mm-hmm. easily make the argument that that was picked off. Now, I, I don't think that they would have changed it to an interception or a reception. I think they would have gone with what was called on the field because it was just so bang, bang, at least from the angles that I saw. But I agree with your overall premise that using a challenge on the first play of the game is you've got to be a hundred, you've got to be a hundred percent that, you know, for an absolute certainty that that's going to go your way. Because like you said, being stuck with one challenge, 59 minutes. Uh, well, it wasn't 59 minutes because they got the ball second, but you get my point that being stuck with one challenge for the rest of the game is, is a tight spot to be in. And by the way, I'd like to know what the rules are about an expedited replay. Uh, when Jordan Addison, it was the correct call, but Chicago didn't even have to challenge when Addison made that catch and his knee was down, got up and ran for a little bit because, mm-hmm. okay, where does that line get drawn as to when something else happens the other way where it's like, well, you didn't challenge that. Okay, well, I was waiting for this expedited replay because I thought it was pretty obvious. Does anybody know what the rules are with this expedited replay nonsense? Yeah, I, I do. So here, here's kind of how expedited replay works. If they can uh, confirm it almost immediately on like one or two watches of the replay, they will signal down to the refs and say, hey, we've changed it. If it's something that's a close call, that's not going to be expedited. Expedited is, hey, his knee was blatantly down and we're going to flip it on the field because it's a blatant result. And I I like that. I think it's good practice. I think you could probably grow that down the line to a little bit more. But look, it it hindered the Vikings. But at the same time, it's great process. And uh, we always talk about here, great process is better than great results because great process will lead to great results. You want to continue to have great process. And I, I think that's a net benefit for the referees. Um, uh, I'm just very annoyed. We lost the damn bears. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember any bad calls tonight. No, no, uh, the, the uh, bears calls that went our way, but I don't yeah, remember the bears were trying to give that game back to us with all those mm-hmm. penalties. 
But and that's just here. Yeah. You take this game. No, you take this game. Nobody wants to win this game. He here. You have this. Oh, it was ridiculous. I'm sorry. Uh, JJ Vikings wants yeah. to win Super Bowl before he turns 18. JJ, I'm 60. <laughs> Yeah, the line is usually we want to see one before we die, and Jay just hey, can I get one before I graduate high school? I don't know about that, but shout out <laughs> nephew in the building. What's up? What's We'd up? love one. I'd love one in that time frame, please. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but was the play calling as bad as it seemed to me, Tyler? We said this before you got on here because um, I'm trying to figure out how much do you parcel. KLC, it, it appears to me, my naked eyes, my un, my you know Monday morning quarterback backup eyes here, that it's like, why are you trying to make this guy a pure pocket passer? Why are you not taking advantage of some of the things that he does well? I realize you're not, at some point, you can't live and die by that because that's only going to get you so far. But it appears that, that they rarely, if ever, tried to do any of that up until the fourth quarter. Did I miss something here? What do you think? I think there were a lot of execution issues tonight and I, I I'm a little bit flabbergasted why they're not utilizing him, his mobility more. Um, I, I also think part of it is the fact that he got here like three weeks ago and that that's a big part of this conversation. It, that wasn't a big part of the offense. It wasn't a part of the offense at all with Kirk cousins. So I don't know if they want to necessarily implement a lot of new things, right away until they feel like Dobbs has a really cohesive grasp of the playbook. That That's my tinfoil hat there. I genuinely don't know. I would like to see him moved on like a little bit more. And they did a little more of that. It was like three or four plays instead of one or two, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a really big issue with the play calling. I had a big issue with execution. And I think that's a lot of the disconnect between why people are saying that KOC's play calling is bad because they're seeing the results. They're not seeing what the play call really was. None of us can truly see it because we don't have the all 22 view. And that's why I've always encouraged everybody get NFL plus watch the all 22. You'll become a more educated fan. And even if you don't know a hundred percent of what's going on, you'll be able to see, Oh, I thought there was somebody open on this play. And why did he throw a chart? Well, there's nothing. And he had to get the ball out. Okay. That's not necessarily in the play calling. It's the execution. And that's I'm just trying to get uh, that into people's heads. It's not about just what the play call is. You still have to run it. And TJ Hawkinson is going to get a lot of grief from me. That fourth down play. You got to run that out past the sticks. You can't run it flat at the stick. You have to go past it. And Dobbs blew it too, because that ball placement was the reason why Hawkinson had to come back, leave his feet and then Kyler Gordon was able to drive him out of bounds and prevent him from getting the, or reaching across for the first down. You have to absolutely have to run that past the sticks. Saw a couple of people joking like, oh, they're throwing short up the sticks again with Hawkinson. This isn't a fourth and eight and you throw it three yards. This is a fourth and eight and you threw it. You're trying to throw it eight yards. Hawkinson did not run it deep enough and Dobbs did not throw it well enough. And just it's little things. They say this is a game of inches. Inches matter. They matter a lot. And you have to do the little things right. You absolutely have to. The Vikings didn't. They didn't do the little things right at all. And it was because of Daniil Hunter and Josh Metellus that they even had a chance in this game because of those two turnovers. And I think if you're going to talk about the play calling, criticize it all, Justin, 
I think you can criticize the lack of aggressiveness on that last drive, the three and out, because I think if, if you'd be like, okay, if we get one first down and drain some of this clock, then, hey, maybe we can kick the field goal, and it's a four-point lead, and the Bears can't score a touchdown on us. Because the Vikings didn't uh, allow them to score one touchdown. It was five field goal attempts, four of them made, one trip to the red zone. Sorry, two trips to the red zone. So they're 0-2 on red zone trips for touchdowns. That's impressive. That's great. Now, you, you have to. on that last drive where they putted, should they have gone for the field goal? You can make that argument, but a 61-yard field goal, he's made them before in this building. It's not a guarantee. And with how the well the defense was playing, I'm fine. I, I'm not quite sure what the analytics had to say about it. I'm fine with them punting it, trying to pin them deep, and making Justin Fields drive the length of the field. Because Fields, outside of running the ball and throwing some dump-offs, hadn't done anything down the field all game. Well, he did one time, and it happened to be that to pass to DJ Moore. But if you stopped it all game, and Fields has shown no aptitude to be able to make those throws, why would you expect him to all of a sudden do it in a two-minute situation? So I, I get the logic. I think it's fine, but you just can't lose that game. You can't. Six and six. And yet and, they did. Yeah. You, you I would not have kicked the field, no. No, I wouldn't have. You give them like, ten extra yards if they if you miss it, just like they did. Uh, uh, I forget what you. Get. They all start to run together now. <laughs> they all start to run together. But no, I think punting was the right choice. I will say this: What's up with our punter? You know, we used to you know we used to love the Mr. right guy. Ryan he was hot he's, until yeah. season. Yeah, punting hard, again, man. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, it's hard. <laughs> I don't know enough about punting to answer that question, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Uh, Clifford thinks the Raiders are going to clean our clocks. We'll see. Well, the Vikings have two weeks, and, and they expect Justin Jefferson back for that Raiders game. It's the first time they've said they expect him back. Mm. So that's a big step. I, I'm i at a loss here. It, you, this right, game, what do you man, say? <laughs> I really don't think you can start Josh Jobs in two weeks. You want a playoff berth? Jobs has laid two duds. You had Jaron Hall showed some flash. Give the young guy the ball and see what happens. You know what? You know what the worst possible scenario is? You we give the ball back to Dobbs. Yeah, we lose some more. And mm-hmm. that's it. Frustrating. But it's like, kind of it, it, it's the thing. It, your defense plays so well throughout the game. And yeah. Did they come up clutch by the letter of the law and the word definition of clutch? No, they didn't. It kind of reminds me of the Saints game in 2009 where they held Drew Brees and company to like 200-some yards. Two of their touchdowns they got because, one, the Vikings fumbled the ball at the nine-yard line um, and that sort of thing. But it's just like, like you said, they wasted a defensive performance. They absolutely wasted one. So. With that being said, gentlemen, I have got to head out here uh, this evening. Got a little early start tomorrow. So 
Everybody hit that like button on your way in. Wipe your feet at the door. If you don't already subscribe to Vikings First and Skull on YouTube or your favorite podcast aggregator, as well as Purple and Gold for days on the YouTube. I will be on tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Central Time with Micah Patriot Rap from Purple Pocket Podcast. I'm guessing we might have a little something to say about that. And when will we see your midweek podcast? To be determined, because I don't think I'm cutting up any of tomorrow. So I I might have to record uh, something uh, twice tomorrow. But one way or the other, boss, I'll get it to you. (laughs) Good. Well, you have a good night, Justin. And thank you for hopping on. Always. Good night. Oh, this is crazy. Um, Defensive. The defensive play, and I do want to highlight that before we go off the air, is uh, that Ivan Pace Jr. led the team with nine tackles, seven solo, one sack, and one tackle for loss. Daniil Hunter came in with nine total, six solo, one and a half sacks, which should give him another million-dollar bonus if I remember correctly, and two tackles for loss. Daniel was everywhere tonight. I have not seen him play so well. Wow, it was fantastic. And then Josh Metellus split that half sack with Daniel, and he had nine tackles, five solo. Cameron Bynum was not far behind with eight and six. Folks, that's an outstanding performance by those gentlemen. And right behind that was Makai Blackman with six tackles, all six of them solo. That's and all those guys, except for Daniil Hunter, are young. They're, you're looking at core of this defense going mm-hmm. quite a while. And if they lock up Daniil, that's, you know, and keep Flores, hopefully. Um, that'll be fantastic. Yes, Roger, uh, he's playing for his contract. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, if it's motivation that keeps him that way, go for it. He's already stated he wants to be a Vikings for life. Well, let him. Let the team turn around and pay for him. Mm-hmm. I'd rather put the money there than a washed-up 36-year-old quarterback coming in from an Achilles uh, being blown. But that's Dave. We'll find out. But he did fantastic, and he has been doing great all year. So, Yeah, this is, this is brutal. Uh I'm kind of at a loss for words right now because I'm just so. Are you going to advocate for the Hall train? Or are we going to get like Mr. Luke Braun saying the one that should start is Nick Mullins? Oh, Luke's saying Nick Mullins? Uh, I've heard a lot. I thought it was Luke that said that, that the Vikings would go with Nick Mullins because he's the proven backup. No, I think Luke's been on the Hall train from, to my knowledge. I know earlier. I've heard it across the board on different shows, so I don't. I thought it was Luke, but it may be somebody else. Maybe it's uh, Matthew Collar. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I guess that would be you. I don't I don't listen to Matthew Collar, and I, I only listen to Luke kind of after I form my own opinions because I really respect and like him a lot. I know Judd talked about maybe you put Mullins in in the second half earlier tonight because mm-hmm. Dobbs just wasn't playing well. And outside of that one drive, Dobbs mm-hmm. did not play well at all. And okay. having him like, play as poorly as he did and you just continue with that is just so frustrating. But at the end of the day, are, do you really trust a guy like uh, like Mullins to come in cold like that? Do you expect him to be better? I, I, I think 
they're just kind of riding Dobbs and just figuring out where this goes. I I do think Hall's you got to really consider him in for two weeks. Vikings have two road games, both winnable Raiders and Bengals. And then you have like a three game swing against the NFC North. You had a chance to get within one and a half games tonight of the Detroit Lions. And you didn't. You blew mm-hmm. it against the Bears. <sighs> yes, which gives life to the wonderful team from the home of cheese. Yeah. Yeah, it does. But you know what? If I, w- I want to make the playoffs, I want to shout at the Super Bowl every single year. And the only way to do that is by making the dance. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if this team just doesn't make the dance. Um, you'd get a higher draft pick and you'd be able to posture that for um, an improved roster by having a higher draft picks. You're, you're not going to cheer for that, but it, it's a, it's an unintended, unintended consequence of losing games. Like you just get better picks. So mm-hmm. that's objectively good. It, this whole thing just is like, man, <sighs> GMAC says none of our QBs are going to win us playoff games if we somehow pull that out of our butts. You um, know what? The way they've been playing the last couple of weeks, GMAC, you're right. They, There's no way you can expect this kind of performance to deliver any kind of postseason success. Like Kirk Cousins at, at playing the way he was could deliver the Vikings a playoff win. But the way things are going right now... The defense, the Vikings are going to waste a really good defense because of poor quarterback play. Man, yeah. it's the it's Vikings frustrating. have a really good defense. It's so we weird. We go from the worst defense last year to one of the best, and we're going to waste it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Roscoe says uh, strategy for the game was terrible. No attempt to establish the run. They did try to run, but you got to also remember, Roscoe, that the believe it or not, the Bears are the best team against the run in the last six games. And I will. League. I want to say this. I think we can put to bet, uh, bed that Ty Chandler is the better running back than Alexander Madison. Madison played very well tonight. He was seeing the field. He was really good in pass blocking, and he busted out a couple really nice runs. The thing is. Madison doesn't have the juice that Chandler has. So when Chandler gets going, it looks and uh, it pops. It feels better. It feels bigger. Madison's the better running back. And mm-hmm. I, I I hope that people saw that tonight in, in that limited action. I'm going to have to pull up the the numbers as I, I have them. Um, Alexander Madison, 10 carries for 52 yards, 5.2. Ty Chandler, four carries for eight yards and a 2.0. Mm-hmm. Look, that uh, 52, 52 yards, none of that was fake. He was earning those yards. He was moving the ball down the field. He was doing really good. And, man, just, just frustrating. Um, mm-hmm. This whole thing is frustrating. He needs, he needs to figure it out. Like, this whole team needs to figure it out. And, and they're going to have two weeks to figure it out, which is the good thing. The Vikings can still go five and zero down the stretch, um, finish eleven and six, and make the playoffs and potentially win the division. It, and it's crazy. That's possible. It, but uh, there's they are so all are, they're still in the driver's seat for a wild card berth. That's the good thing. Yeah, because the NFC yeah. as a whole is 
not so good. But we shouldn't be. Uh, the AFC has some teams that are sitting in that boat too. Mm-hmm. The whole NFC South is who's the best of the worst down there. And the NFC South is atrocious. It's so bad. Uh, we're three and one against the NFC South. We probably should have beaten the Bucks, and they're four and seven after starting three and zero. Oh. Uh-huh. It's this is just a really weird, weird season. A lot of quarterback injuries, and the Vikings have have been Jonas, dealing with. Did you want to hop on there, buddy? I thought you didn't want to hop on on primetime games. Uh, what the well, heck are I mean, you doing awake? Well, he he might be awake, but. I don't know. I don't blame him for not jumping on. He's in, dude is in Germany. Um, it's 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 a little hard to. Uh, yeah, it's probably what four forty in the morning there. Hmm. I'd be asleep, especially after that game. I'd be asleep. But it's good to see you, Jonas. Glad you could join us. Well, have you got any last bits to say before we break, break all this down on Wednesday? I'm 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 done with jobs. Um, I, I I'm not going to say anything else is the answer, but the constant ball placement issues over the last few weeks, the ball placement to TJ Hawkinson, a ball placement on the that throw deep to Addison, um, Jonas. I don't blame you. I'm really upset too. And five forty. Yeah, it's it's just bad. It's just it's absolutely brutal. Um, they need to figure this out. And you know what? I think they will figure it out in time. I think next year we'll be we'll be in a better spot because of multiple factors, including um, year three of the Quasito Pimenta Kevin O'Connell plan. I also think that you need to you need to find a speed receiver. That third guy needs to be a burner. They Powell King, did a he, great job. Powell is fast, but he is a short area quickness kind of guy. He is not a deep threat. True. The Vikings need to find a legit deep threat. And you know what? Justin Jefferson can be a deep threat. He is not a deep threat in that sense. Like being able to do it versus being it are two different things. Like, and Addison just is not, or Addison and Jefferson are not true deep threats. They're guys who are going to kill you over the middle of the field with their route running and ability to create space and after the catch. They need a guy who can go win deep. And there's going to be plenty of options in this draft class, Dave. There's a lot of talent, a lot of it. And the Vikings might need to consider uh, using like a a top 64 pick on a wide receiver again. (laughs) Hey, T.Y., how you doing, my friend? We are going to have a lot more about this on Wednesday. It will be a taped show, yes, most likely, um, but it will start at 6.05, regardless if it's live or taped. And we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a good time. And Jonas, I, I hope you're able to get a Red Bull before work, man. Um, uh, an, absolute, yeah. an absolutely brutal way to spend a Tuesday uh, dealing with not getting sleep from this loss. Uh yeah, we're going to have a lot more. Uh, this is... Uh, I'm kind of at a loss for words right now overall. The Vikings defense was great. Um, I I liked how aggressive they were, but they also weren't at times. I thought they could have played a little bit better contain um, overall, but I also thought that while trying to also get pressure on fields, which is how you want to beat him, 
they they were still able to contain him within the within a segment. So if it wasn't the pocket, they slid everything out to the right and they were able to contain him in that quadrant and not uh, allow him to run around and make a lot of plays. And I think that's where the Vikings defense has been the most successful this year. We'll see if they can capitalize on, on this defense moving forward because the offense needs to put up their end. And tonight they didn't. And it was from a lot of different levels. Brian O'Neill got smoked by Montez Sweat multiple times tonight. Uh, they even, it was so bad early on that they were having CJ Ham as the third down back just to provide a little bit of extra beef in pass protection. That's how you know things are bad. Um, Dobbs is fun. He seems like a great human. He's really intelligent. He's got ability. He's just not using it. And it's. Yeah. And it, I, and we can take him that he hasn't had the whole off season and the timing and all that. But yes, he's, I think we can take off the table an extension. I really do. Yeah. And, uh, but he is what he's been. Yeah. That he's a backup quality quarterback. That's. Todd, congratulations for not having to go see Bears fans tomorrow. I will also not be leaving my house and go see Bears fans tomorrow. So you and I are going to be in the same boat. And I'll be doing other things once I turn the show around. And yes, so that's it. Well, folks, another gut-wrenching, disgusting loss by your Minnesota Vikings. Shine or signs of just outstanding play on the defense and giving away on the offense. Jonas, I hope you get yeah that couple hours of sleep and uh, you have a great day. And that goes for everybody. Have a great Tuesday. We're in the the holiday season already. It kicked off on Thursday. Be happy. Be joyful. It is what it is. Where anybody that's been a Vikings fan a long time knows this stuff happens and we press on. Yeah. We absolutely do. And you know what? We still have five Vikings football games at minimum for the rest of the year. We're going to enjoy them. Mm -hmm. And then once those games are done, guess what we're going to be doing, Dave? Draft talk. Heavy, heavy NFL draft talk. I am going to have a stupid amount of guests. We are going to be pumping out a lot of video content for you. A lot of like 10 to 15 minute esque shows where we bring on a guest and we talk about a prospect or two. And we're going to, we're going to have a ton of that. We're going to have extensive talk about the quarterbacks. We're going to have talk about wide receivers, running backs, defensive linemen, offensive linemen, you name it. We're going to talk about them and we're going to get you all the information that you need to know. Don't forget real Forno show on Wednesday. Don't forget everything that we have on the podcast feed. Um, Dave does a lot of really cool stuff, including stuff with um, multiple um, multiple NFC hosts North. from NFC North teams. And we have Justin's Midweek Musing Show. And you're not going to want to miss anything. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Don't forget to check out our premium tiers on YouTube, which is where you'll be able to catch some of these interviews before anyone else this draft season. And it's a great way to support the show financially. And if you if you can't do that, like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell. Those are things that are free of charge that help just the same. For Dave, I'm Tyler. I'm going to go drink some more Bush Light. If you want to sponsor me, Bush Light, please give me a call. 
<laughs> Skull Vikings. Skull Vikings, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for watching. Please like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And share this episode with your friends and even your enemies. We'd love it. Thanks for watching Vikings First and Skull. We are part of the Fans First Sports Network, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Skull. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a Vikings First and Skull and Fans First Sports Network production.